Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, Pat. What's up? I was scrolling Twitter and I saw something hella funny. Okay. And it was one of those threads that people just keep coming up with creative names for a certain thing. There was a guy who was talking about laughing, uh, getting fired from his porn job because he laughed at the guy, the, the, the actor who did something stupid. Oh, so, I did see this. Yeah, so um, the people, when they started responding, they had certain names for... Well, what, what was what, the first thing that happened? Because I do remember that story being funny. Didn't, she, um, didn't he make like the girl laugh too? Yeah, he made her laugh for a considerable amount of time, and the other actor got mad, and, and they were saying, uh, sounds like y'all had good chemistry. Maybe you should have been fucking her instead. And somebody said, now you trying to make him part of the show. They said, she trying to get him a new job. She trying to make it a POV film. And so somebody said, trying to make him the dick director. And somebody said, the penis performer, the woodworker, the cock conductor, the cat snatcher, the cooter agent, the wiener wizard, deputy dick, the semen supplier, the sex slinger, the colon colonizer. What the hell? <laughs> I said the private pounder. The pussy pioneer. <laughs> <laughs> the vagina miner. Uh, the <laughs> orgasm organizer. <laughs> okay. The dussy diver. The cock rocket. <laughs> the... The, the lip liquor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The click climber. The click climber. <laughs> that is so hilarious. When I saw that thread, I said, I have to bring this up on Thick Threads because I know that you had some, some interesting <laughs> feedback for it. So some of my responses on Twitter said, the pelvic punisher... Oh, Jesus. The sausage grinder, the wet whistler, <laughs> the jackhammer of the box, the kitty killer, okay. Dr. Sledge. <laughs> Dr. Sledge? Dr. Sledge. That might be my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's pretty insane. I think that making a making a porn star laugh from behind the scenes is hilarious, but having it be the woman and that making the dude, oh. like, upset. Probably saw funnier. Yeah, I'm sure he was. And it's <laughs> if they keep laughing, like after they're like, all right, all right, all right, let's do it, let's do it. That means it was really funny. Yeah. So whoever that dude was, he was he was killing. Right. But that I was wish so I knew funny. what he said. If you guys if you guys know what he said, let us know. <laughs> let us know about that. All right. Um it's uh I got I got a cool little thread this time. Mm-hmm. Um, my thread is more in the realm of uh, trying to be professional in the office. Trying to be professional in the office. Okay. Trying to be professional in the office. That's tough. This is uh, 
this is uh, specifically through email, mm-hmm. which I feel like through email, people be so just on the low-key disrespectful, like Absolutely. the passive-aggressive nature of uh, uh, of emails. Per, per our phone conversation. Ugh, per our last email. Per our last if email. If I would be willing to... Uh, I'd be willing to explain it again, shit like uh, that. You have to start off with, again. Whenever it starts off, the sentence starts off with, again, mm-hmm. it don't matter what follows it. I'm throwing bows. Well, <laughs> this uh, this thread is dope because it basically shows people who have reached a Super Saiyan level in basically telling people off through email. Mm. So the thread is, stop fucking playing with me. <laughs> But make it professional. Okay. So it's a bunch of responses of people who uh, basically have some some more aggressive than others. Who said, you ain't really about that life, so don't play with me on the email or in the workplace because you can't catch these hands if we weren't here. The things in these threads low-key make, per my last email, look like child's play. Very nice. Very nice. I can't wait to hear it. Mine is actually... um, a post that I reposted from Spiritual Word. Great. That says, men only. If you could give other men relationship advice, what would it be? So I'm just here to listen. I'm a... Men giving I, men advice? I, mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't have a dog in this fight. I'm letting them fight amongst themselves. Ain't that 90% of the trash podcasts out there right now? <laughs> it's, just, it's just a bunch of men and women around a table like this and just, what do you bring to the table? Hey, I'm just... Blah, blah, I'm, blah, 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 blah. I bring blah, 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 blah. I hate women. I hate women. Blah, blah, well, blah, blah. I think this is very nice of men to give other men advice. This don't got nothing to do with us. Well, we it depends on this. what men are giving the advice because you know well, damn well some people should be... Should not be given no damn advice. And I, I think that's what makes the thread very interesting. I'm scared. <laughs> it got 115 retweets on on, on mine and uh, 372 quote tweets. So that means a lot of men had shit to say you about know, it this. It seems like uh, niggas just always think they have something to say. Hey, this, I'm here for it. This, I want to hear. Since you be calling me like a man hater and stuff because of uh, my views on, on men mm-hmm. treachery. Uh, I'm I'm here to listen. This is this is a time where you guys can really like put the battery in your back and and and, and get on top of things. This list so is gonna to... be almost as worse <laughs> as women giving women advice on relationships. <laughs> These are your counterparts, so um, uh, I'm gonna ask you as well to throw in your two cents for a man okay. giving the other man. Relationship. I will give advice only because I was asked. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. All right. So, who wants to? Who 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 you think should go first? You want to rock? Rochambeau. Rochambeau on the three or after the three? Right after the three. One, two, three, go. Mm -hmm. All right. One, two, three, go. One, two, three, go. Boom. Scissors could beat a rock. How? Uh, shaving it down. It will get dull. Huh? Nope. Depends on what kind of rock. The rock is, if the rock goes like this, boom, the scissors not shaving it so down. these are industrial scissors. They're not. Right. These are not. All right, you first. I'm first, so you got to go through the agony of listening to relationship advice. You hate this shit. Yeah, those lyrics were too damn long. 
<laughs> you hate this shit, and that's why I love it. No, go ahead. I'm going to put my gloves on. <laughs> oh, I thought you was about to put earphones. <laughs> you don't want to hear this shit. Um, I do. Okay. I do want to hear this. I want to hear well, the debauchery that these niggas think that they can. Now, I haven't read too many of these, so okay. it's going to be news to me as well. Okay. You don't owe anything to strangers. That's one. That's relationship advice? That's, yeah. I'm like, ah, okay. Interesting. That's strangers. aggressive. I have no idea why in a relationship somebody would be a stranger. But I kind of get what he means. What does he mean? It's, it's diabolical. It's one of those nigga takes. It's basically just like, it's basically like, remember that episode where it was just like, text your, the dude you're messing with to oh, see if, uh, here we go. You're bringing up old shit. If, uh, <laughs> if, the, why aren't we together? Uh-huh. He said, who? <laughs> He's basically saying that. This one is, I wanted to comment, but I didn't know what to say. So I'm just going to say anything. That's how I take it. Cause I feel like that's like a I given. Get, I get what he said. Strangers though? We talking about in a relationship. Not strangers. But whatever. Uh, Learn your partner so you can play the offensive because that way you'll never have to be defensive. That's reassurance. Solving problems before they get to her. Lean into her insecurities and show her you love her. But Uh. open that action with words. That's providing and be fun. Okay, that that cleared up towards the end. The first half seemed really toxic, but it seemed like... uh, it's like, I thought it was like, just attack her all the time so you don't have to be on the defense. <laughs> right. Attack her so she ain't got shit to come back at you with. Like, God damn, this is what y'all telling each other? Clear it up towards Ooh. the end. Okay. Um, she sees wide where you see far. You might see solutions to the problems she gets hung up on, but she sees problems you weren't aware of, and she can see them at scale. The sooner you understand it, the faster you develop superpowers. I like If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. Pick that one. Yeah, that's nice. She you see far and she sees wide. That is true cuz yeah. cuz we will Stand on some stuff that is, I guess, logically correct, but mm-hmm. we weren't looking at a lot of stuff. Yeah, that you guys were. Yeah, we we, we know definitely what y'all have about sometimes. Yeah, we definitely have <laughs> different perspectives in the, in the way that we, um, in the way that we address problems, in the way that we view them as well. So yeah, um, I like saying, that one. Yeah, uh, understand who you are. What's your why in life? Communication and understanding is a gold mine. Okay, yeah. Don't be afraid to be yourself. Communicating is key. I knew somebody was going to say that. Yeah, um, that's that's a, a global like that's it's everybody. easy, but it is true how how important it is. Uh, put her first, second, and third. Believe me, it will still work out very well for you. It's not bad. Put her first, second, and third. Hey, you better me. put. That was the extended version. (laughs) Find something you take joy in. Joy equals peace and peace equals true happiness. As long as you can be happy with yourself, then you don't have to depend on others to make you happy. That's true. 
These are not some bad. These are these are some good men that slid I mean, in, in my. Put her third. <laughs> but she's first and second. She, she got to so. be third too. So you damn. come fourth, my boy. Yeah, Put you come in forth? at some point. <laughs> what kind of advice is that? Put yourself fourth. <laughs> like, damn, I don't even get a bronze. <laughs> no, my dear, you get an honorable mention. You get a participation trophy. Ain't no trophy for fourth. Uh, don't give up on yourself. Keep pushing and always grinding through it. That just sounds like a sports. That sounds like like Keep even going. basketball game. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. It's okay to not be okay. Find you somebody or or bodies you can trust and share that weight you're carrying. Carrying it in, in silence and staying in your own head will only lead you to some dark times and places. Mm-hmm. It's okay, my G. Please believe me. That's a good one. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was pretty good. I'm impressed. Uh, why does it say 53? Oh, 53 views. Okay, the, the people like that one. All these niggas have podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, this might be a good one. I just, I just kind of like skimmed it. Quit forcing relationships to work because you or she wants it to. It's probably not working because you aren't meant to be or God doesn't want it to be. You'll know when you're in the right relationship trust. I think that's very fucking important. You could, can't force it. You cannot you force it. You can't really it. force anything. You can't force anything, but people do. Yeah, I think there's a, I think there's a rule of organic. I don't think the whole growth has to be organic, mm-hmm. but really in anything where people mesh or vibe in something, it doesn't even have to be a relationship. It can be working together. It could be music. It can be art. It could be whatever. But there's that sort of like that initial organicness that is just like, okay, this is something to mm-hmm. build with. But when it's like rough from the start and you feel like you're just like forcing shapes into wrong holes. Uh-huh. Then it's time analogy. to... I was talking about the toys. I, I was following until okay. you went dark. It was a weird, yeah. It yeah. was a weird aftertaste in that one. But it's okay. Yeah. Um... Treat her like it's the first date on every date and she will love you forever. I just feel like that's an unrealistic one. That's a good one. Every single day. It's good. Every every time. Patrick. uh, (laughs) (laughs) What's your name? (laughs) I mean, that would be kind of cool if that was your thing, you know. 51st dates? Mm -hmm. Forgetting Um, Sarah Marshall? mm -hmm. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Is that the wrong one? Which one was it? Adam Sandler? No. I don't know. What you think you are? You know the vampire. His vampire musical. Nah, I'm talking about. The <laughs> That's I'm talking about fan. Forgetting. I'm talking about the Adam Sandler movie. Oh, Fifty First Days with Drew Barrymore. Yeah, Fifty First Days. Okay. Yes. Um, your time is valuable. Don't be out here volunteering what she don't need and ain't asking for. Give just enough until your goals are common. What the fuck does that mean? That didn't mean Give anything. Just enough. That until your goals anything. are common? I mean, the people liked it. Give just enough until you... No. What's next? Um, always take time to love yourself. Hone your craft, whatever it may be, and grow before you take on the responsibility of a relationship and or family. Yep. Yeah, that's That's good. a great one. That's really good. Yeah. You define your half of the, your relationship and fight through the fear. Fight through the fear. Maybe people are scared. Maybe. I don't like when people be deep just to be deep. I feel like he was trying to sound like an author. I think a lot of guys are do fear getting into a relationship, though. 
Am I wrong? Yeah, but I don't know if that's what he meant by fight the fear, right? Uh, fight through the fear. So maybe the fear of things going wrong, maybe the fear of losing that person in your life. Um, mm. You define your half of the relationship and fight through the fear. So there's a lot of ways it can be taken. But I think maybe maybe he's talking about you have a little more control in the relationship, so don't be afraid to move forward. That's what I'm going to take from it. Okay. Um, stick with your queen, king. Stick with your queen, king. You ain't missing nothing out here. <laughs> eh. You know, I thought these would be more toxic. <laughs> yeah, they're not that bad. <laughs> they're not like bad at all. It's 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 a, it's a interesting spectrum of like pe- dudes with actually really good advice and people sounding like they really want to give advice. Mm-hmm. Good advice. Maybe on Twitter, these people are just like really like thinking about what they would tell themselves in... There's an underrated know? amount of positivity on, yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, you for know, sure. Definitely goes viral a lot less, but <laughs> there's some very, very nice people on the internet also. <laughs> um, so these were just replies. I want to go to my quote tweets, because okay. sometimes the quote tweets be where it's really at when they repost with the, the, the okay. thing. So this one, this this might be more toxic than just... Those, but we'll see. We'll see. Small disrespect becomes big disrespect. Leave at the first signs. That's actually really good advice. I like that one. That's very good advice. Small disrespect becomes big disrespect. Because disrespect to me is disrespect. Mm -hmm. So, and you can't control how the other person is gonna interpret the disrespect. So, Mm -hmm. for you, it might be big disrespect, and for her, it might be small, Mm -hmm. you know, but either way, when you when you put that disrespectful behavior out there, then you leave it up to interpretation for that other person, and you don't know where it's going to go. Right. So nip that shit in the bud, and if that person continues to be disrespectful, then... Agreed. Kill him? No, leave. How was Blast that off. leave? Blast that off. was a shotgun. <laughs> Crazy. Freaking crazy. Uh, yeah, here comes the toxicity. Focus on yourself, King. That's not toxic. <laughs> that is toxic. That's, that's toxic. relationship advice. Focus on yourself is great advice. No, not in a relationship. What not, relationship not should that, you focus on yourself? Not that. it. Not that just being it. There needs to be more than just focus on yourself. You what about your partner? I mean... You can also you can focus do on other yourself stuff. when you're single. That's when you really need to focus on yourself. Oh, hang on! You can't just disregard yourself just because you're in a relationship. I'm not saying disregard yourself, but there needs to if it's relationship advice, there needs to be a little bit more than just focus on yourself. There has to be more, unless. But if you're single, you gotta that be, is where it ends, beginning and end. Focus I, on yourself, King. That's usually what they say to single niggas. I think uh, I think relationship issues come from people. That damn phrase of like, you're half of me. I want my other 50%. Instead of like, nobody's just like cool on their own mm-hmm. and then could just be alongside somebody. Everybody wants to pour into each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, everybody, that's, this is part of I mean, me. You and should. If, and, if, and if they leave, I can't, I can't deal with it. That's when you don't I know think, yourself like that. So I, I feel think, like you can focus on yourself and the relationship. I think in re- Definitely and the relationship, but there was no and the relationship in that. Oh, well, you can focus quote, on and that's two what things I was at saying. once. 
<laughs> that's what I'm saying. He needed to add a little bit more than just focus on yourself because a lot of people do just focus on themselves in relationships and kind of neglect their partner. And I think that's where the breakdown in relationships come when you're only focusing on yourself. I would take that as good advice. Stay home. Of course you would because you are the... You are the uh, focus on yourself, king, king. That's not true. Um, stay home, water your own grass. If not appreciated or treated properly, communicate it. If you see no change, leave. That's basically That's... focus on yourself, king. But like with. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. More poetry in it. Mm. Water your grass. Uh, deal with the women who likes you. Why he say women? Deal with the woman who likes you. Don't chase the one you like. I just saw that in the blogs, and it was a big, oh shit, it was a big post that said, um, oh, no, 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 no. Damn, it was a pimp. It was a pimp who was being interviewed. Great I just saw it. It was a pimp being interviewed. They featured it in one of the blogs. Mm-hmm. And he was basically saying, you need to go with the woman who loves you and not the one who you're chasing. I mm-hmm. guess you'll get more out of the relationship from uh, a woman who really loves you. Are you implying you that you don't like the person who likes you? Um, no, I think I think they were implying that um, the woman who loves you might be better for you than the one that you're chasing. So settle. Yes, I think that's what they're saying. Just settle. Just settle for the one who will Stop. treat you amazingly. Stop working for what you want. <laughs> Just settle. No, I feel like um, that could be taken to both ways. That could be a good and bad advice. Mm-hmm. Respect yourself and don't let women walk all over you. Yeah, I think that can go for women and men. Yeah. It, it goes for women and men, but I feel like that that's not really relationship advice. That's just like... Life advice. Life advice. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you shouldn't let anybody walk all over you, period. Um, she just wants to vent 90% of the time. Not a solution. Shut up and listen. She just wants to vent 90% of the time. Not a solution. Oh, she doesn't want a solution. Right. Sometimes she just wants to get it off her chest. She don't want you to come with no solutions, no no extra shit. Just shut up, listen, let her get it off her chest. We just got to... What was that face? We just got to listen to the negativity and not offer anything. Huh? No, don't offer. Not everything needs that. Why can't not, we help? Because it might not help. She might just be like, I just need to get this off and I'm good. A lot of times that is it. Wow. You know what? See? I just like playing devil's advocate. Here we go. Cheat soon as the relationship starts. That way she won't break up with you. <laughs> I don't get it. What's the logic of um, that? He's saying the more toxic the relationship the more they will stay. Which I think there is a level of truth to. So this was good advice. No, this is not good advice. This is horrible advice. But he's saying cheat. So there's like, I'm guessing he's saying, 
Okay. Um, I wonder if he's saying there'll be some like toxic excitement and that we are fueled by negative shit. I wonder. Well, and I feel like when a relationship does get too, I wouldn't say fun because I think that I've, I've, I haven't seen fun relationships. Exciting. Go. I think when it gets too dull uh, and you guys stop having fun or excitement, then you guys look for excitement in things that maybe cause the, a weird type of excitement, like arguments mm-hmm. or issues or mm-hmm. just overthinking. So I do think that there is a part of y'all that enjoys that part of it, but I do think that you guys maybe wouldn't enjoy that if y'all got excitement in the relationship in other areas. But that's just a Like, basically theory. saying we like, like, bad boys, and the more, like... Because ultimately, if you're dealing with a cheater, like, early on, but you've already, like, caught feelings for him, it's kind of like leaving that—the the emotions, I think, get heightened, you know? And so with those heightened emotions, it doesn't—it's it's not boring because you're always, like, on edge. It's very toxic. It's very unhealthy, extremely unhealthy. However, there's something that keeps you there. It brings a little—it brings— negative passion to me you know Hmm. like sometimes it it, have you ever like had an argument with somebody and it was heated as fuck and then you guys had sex afterwards like that makeup sex for whatever the issue was you probably didn't even come up with a solution but that makeup sex after like a heated argument or negativity is some of the like craziest fucking sex out there And, Hmm. you know, it's like it's more passionate, it's more emotional, it's more toxic to me, but it's it's a thing, you know. So I wonder if, you know, adding cheating in there because a lot of us don't leave when we find out that our guy is cheating. Um, But then it adds a whole nother element to the trust in the relationship. And now we're always looking for shit like we're checking, you know, to see what the fuck's really going on. It's not necessarily exciting, but it's it's definitely not boring. It's uh, keep you on your toes at all times. So, you know, you're trying to figure shit out. It's really, really unhealthy. I feel like that's whatever that is, is the same reason that women like driving on the backs of motorcycles and being with niggas that, you know, slang weight and, and shoot people. Cause it's just like, you, y'all know it's, it's a little scary or not for you guys, but there's a little excitement to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if y'all get relationship adrenaline or some shit, but I will is, uh, say like in my past relationships, when, when things were going well, I was oblivious to the fact that he was cheating. I thought, you know, everything was all good. I thought these women that he were in, he was introducing me to that he said were his friends were really his friends. Well, that's not that has no excitement, you know. But then when I found <laughs> out what was really going on, it was like Did your life get more fun. It didn't get more fun, but it definitely got. Um, it got more toxic. I would say thrilling because now it's like where I would be at home working on something. Now I'm like, Hmm, should I, should I drive by? Should I drive by the house and see if there's any cars in the driveway? Hilarious. I feel like like you just, you just made a whole bunch of niggas that are going to start cheating because they're like, in their head, they're going to be like, 
I'm bring some excitement to my lady's life. Well, no, I, I'm not. <laughs> Let me saying go ahead and excitement. spice your I'm life saying, up. I'm saying it's it, but with that comes negative energy. So you start doing that, you don't. You might not know who you're dealing with. So mm-hmm. I would say you start cheating on the wrong one. Oh, you might. You might get that. You clap. might get that. That Jasmine. Oh, oh. <laughs> I meant like. Oh, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I was. I was thinking Jasmine Sullivan type. I bust the windows out your car and more. You know, so, but some men and some men are attracted to that shit. They like that for the same exact reasons. The excitement, the thrill. Oh, she might stab me tonight. Oh, Mm. I might not. She might close my nose while I sleep. They say men like bitches. Men like crazy bitches. So, um, I think there's a level, there's a level of craziness that you guys like as like, well and are attracted fun. to yeah no, you know like this, this she loved me like I'm I could do whatever that out. I would never put that out because I wouldn't want a girl to just start acting crazy with me because she that. thinks that I like it I'm past I'm past all that um the last one I'll say before I let you get into yours because mm-hmm. I know you're ready mm-hmm. um give her two get out of jail free cards because for literally anything Give her two get-out-of-jail-free cards? I don't like how he said literally. This guy probably had the worst, most toxic advice I've heard so far. No. Focus on yourself, King, period. That was the worst. Give her two. Not even give one. Her, give her two. two. Let her out the cell That's two times. niggas. And the way that Wait, I— how you how you go straight to niggas? That's what, if, what, what nigga wouldn't think that? What if it was more so like if she did something— Dumb or crazy that you just would usually break up with someone like over, what? like cheating. I don't know. <laughs> I think Maybe we something. both know what that get out of jail free. <laughs> what the hell is it? Oh, she she made uh, me mad. May, yeah, maybe she. Uh, maybe she called you a name while you guys were arguing. Maybe she called you a bitch-ass nigga while you were arguing. You know damn well. Ain't nobody using no... Even a, I feel like a woman would rather wade that argument out than use their past on some dumb shit like that. That means two niggas. <laughs> I'll argue this to the to my grave. Not even one nigga twice. Because I feel like the, two way, different niggas. the way that women Woo. would rationalize that, mm-hmm. it would be like... No, he's my he's my first pass, so I could I could keep fucking him. My right. second pass is Adrian or my, Jamal. Uh, <laughs> Everybody loves McDonald's fries, so yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. My thing would just be like if you're gonna. If you're giving out get out of jail free cards, then that means that there's a part of you that is okay with an open relationship. And I think if you're okay with doing that, even thinking about her potentially like sleeping with two different men, if you're okay with giving that out, then you probably should just have a, a talk with her about an open relationship mm-hmm. and in that way, you know. Things you might get your needs met the way you want to get your needs met, and she gets hers the way she wants to get hers. Because if you've given her two get out of jail free cards, how many have you taken already? (laughs) (laughs) 
what? You know? That's why that's the wildest one. Because I feel like that's just such a bad idea. And all men would be looking at that like, why would you say that? And all women would be like, see? Ooh, right. Check me out. Yeah. We so your sure homie, we, blah, blah, blah. It's like, we highlighting oh, that one. Yeah. Give me my get out of jail free card. Okay. Okay. Get this pipe up in me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, let me get this pipe up in me. <laughs> See, exactly. I, see, I knew that's what y'all thought about first. No, I'm just going off of what you said, because you said it's two niggas, so I just, I'm, you said you're going to fight it to the death, so I'm not I'm not even going, I can't fight that to the death, because there's a part of me that believes, yes, it is too. How many, how many, how, how often do women get with dudes and want to smash one of the homies? Not saying acting on it. I know that happens a lot too. But how, in the group chats, how rare or how often is that? It's often. It's probably every time, huh? I'm going to say it's often because sometimes we'd be like, damn, pick the wrong friend. Like damn, you introduced the friend the wrong group. brother. Oh, damn, you picked the wrong cousin. Or <laughs> damn, you picked the wrong, like, there's, and I mean, if you hang around attractive people, and niggas know that they homeboy that. Get the bitches, mm-hmm. you know. So, I think y'all even know, like, oh, should I bring my bitch around this nigga or not? Because you know, like, you know, like, do women mm-hmm. do that too? Like, I don't know if I should bring my nigga around this chick. Oh yeah. Oh hell yeah. yeah I was figuring. Right. That must happen a lot. Mm-hmm. And is that more for fear of your dude or because you know the girl? Dude. Oh okay. Yeah. It's like he might, you know. He might, might try. risk it all. <laughs> yeah, he might risk it all, and and, I, and and then you don't want your dude to think, damn, I picked the wrong homegirl. Like that is the worst like feeling. I've yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've 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 been in that. I think everyone has. Where you, you like, know? Ooh, I picked the, that's your um, homegirl. I've never acted on it, but I think it's I think it's a very common thing. But you know, at the same time, you know, you could. Meet the friend group and be like, all right, she's she has a hotter friend, but I, I couldn't hang out with her friend. Right, you know right, what right. I mean? Like, I don't like her friend. She's cuter. Mm-hmm. She has cuter friends, but, like, her friends ain't, like, dope like the, that. The you personality know? or yeah. whatever doesn't, like, add to. It kind of takes mm-hmm. away from. Yeah, because it's always yeah. going to be more attractive people than Absolutely. the people you with. And that's, obviously, that's, it's more in close vicinity if it's their friends. But, I mean, mm-hmm. you look at. You can be in, in, there could be no friends around and look at Instagram. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's, I think that's more common Same than we think. But yeah. it is good to, uh, it is good to say. All right. Okay, so that wasn't as dreadful as you thought it was going to be. It wasn't as dreadful. I feel like that was a lot of people actually trying to give good advice. I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be like Twitter, Twittering. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, some of those guys had some good things to say. Oh, very nice. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all. All right, well. I've been pushed to the side again. <laughs> so you're going straight to facts? Let's go to facts. Oh, my God. Let's go to facts. I thought I gave you some time for your thread. 11 minutes. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oops. It's all good. Uh, I'm going a, I'm to a start pointing the timer at both of us. <laughs> um, but my, th- my, my fact is fire. Okay. My fact has to do with ancient Egypt. Ooh. And it's actually a deuce. A doozy. It's a doozy. Oh no! It's a doozy. Uh, don't, please no, don't no, tell me dope. we're talking about boy love. No, no, no. Okay. God, what? <laughs> no, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> this is actually a cool ass fact. One of my coolest. Okay. King Tut was buried with a dagger 
likely made from a fallen meteorite. Using spectrometry? Spectrometry. I don't know what the hell it is. Using spectrometry, experts found that the blade's composition was a close match to the meteorite that crashed in northern Egypt. Wow. Strongly suggesting... (laughs) Strongly suggesting... An extraterrestrial origin for his weapon. This was a lot of weird syllables. Egypt strongly suggesting an extraterrestrial origin. I feel like Walter Conkright. <laughs> this nigga had a, a space knife. Oh, shoot. And this just so happened to not only be in the area that has the most speculation to be visited by aliens, but also there was a meteorite that crashed in northern Egypt. So... Either yeah. something fell from space and this nigga went over there and made a weapon out of it, or something else is afoot. Afoot. That's like the first that. that's like the first concrete evidence of like actual aliens alien esque stuff. Hey, I'm that one I've of the seen. people I believe in the I believe in the whole alien Absolutely. Theory. They were drawing and, uh, the niggas on the walls. Right. Yeah. Niggas was clearly aliens. They had big old space helmets and ships. King Tut was a little man. King Tut was an uh, ugly, deformed dude with he a club defo- foot. Yeah. And he yeah. was like, what was he, like 12 when he was rolling? You know, he... Um, Put that nigga in charge. He was just the most well-preserved. He wasn't the, yeah. the most famous. I think the most popular or famous well, was... Because he was a Or kid. diabolical was like Ramses II or something But this dude like was just that, a, a, a kid who was caused from inbred, inbreeding, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So... When I went to Egypt, because I visited Egypt, I went to the Valley of the Kings. um, And, yeah, I believe it was Ramses II. But when I was walking in the different museums and and looking at the different tombs, they were really little. Like the furniture, the furniture was so small. I couldn't fit in the furniture. Like some of the, the royal chairs and... Um, Ottomans and and stuff. They were. It was really, really small. So ancient Egypt's so, were. Uh, they were tiny people, huh? They were little. From what from what I saw, like. So maybe, the Anubis cats that were like human sized mm-hmm. were just regular sized cats. The humans were small. <laughs> the humans. <laughs> the humans were cat sized, and the cats were like gods <laughs> and stuff. We thought they were tall as us, maybe. but they were all three feet. <laughs> That's crazy. And that yeah. that actually adds to the alien thing, because if y'all was that tiny, y'all for sure weren't lifting them bricks. Right. I suggest the same technology well, they said that made the In iPhone. one of the tours that I did, they said that they used mud, like mud hills. So they used mud to, to pull them up. And then, so it was like a mud ladder, but it was a hill. So, you know. You mean, say, we've been trying to figure this shit out. Like a mud mountain. Out. All the human existence, we've been trying to figure this out, and the answer was mud, mud yeah. slide. They were just yeah, we saw um, we saw one of them that were that was still up. It was like yeah, a heel made of mud, and that they would slide the the boulders or cinder blocks or bricks or whatever. They would slide it up, and they would just keep making that even bigger so that they continue to go higher. I would that be very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> that it was Mud so practical. Slide. Yeah. <laughs> Mud ladders. Yeah, come on. Aliens. Right. My thread, I mean, my fact is on some bullshit. Okay. <laughs> In 
In, 19, in the 1990s, the U.S. military considered a weapon that would make enemy soldiers sexually attracted to each other. Like, uh, like gay? <laughs> a gay bomb? Oh, wow. The gay bombs and... It was called the Halitosis bomb? bombs are informal names for two non-lethal psychochemical weapons that a United States Air Force research laboratory speculated about producing. The theories involve discharging sex pheromones over enemy forces in order to make them sexually attracted to each other. In 1994, the Wright Laboratory in Ohio, a predecessor to today's United States Air Force Research Laboratory, produced a three-page proposal on a variety of possible non-lethal chemical weapons, which was later obtained by the Sunshine Project through a Freedom Sunshine of Information Project. Act request. You know how badly you have to be losing a war to be like, let's make them gay. <laughs> we ain't got no money. We don't got nothing left. Let's make them gay. What if he's like, watch my back? But it really meant like, give me back shots. Like, wow. <laughs> First of all, how how crazy would it be if the bomb worked? They made all the soldiers gay and still lost. <laughs> gay people got hands; they could fight too. Right, right, <laughs> right. But maybe they're saying they would be distracted because their dicks would be hard, and they'd want to get the shit off be during smashing each other. Mm, maybe they I might mean, try to like creep to creep to other areas that are just like. Who's to say that ain't happening already in the so- I mean, military? I'm sure there's some gay people in there. But I'm saying, I what is. Is the theory because, like, during war they would get distracted? Like, on the battlefield, I think they it's would just be one so those, distracted. Have, I think it's just one of those good old-fashioned American racist or uh, uh, bigot th- thoughts that gay people mm-hmm. are weaker. And you could probably win if you emasculate the— the soldiers. I think it more so. I don't. I don't think so. I think it more so has to do with distracted distraction, distraction techniques. Because have you ever have you ever been? No, no, no. What I'm saying is, have you have you ever been so horny that you couldn't fucking think straight and you had shit to do, <laughs> but you had to get your shit off before Were you did it? Were they dropping stuff to make you horny or gay? It said gay bombs. So it said sexually attracted to. Each other. So what so, if they were just doing war regular and they were just being like, "Hey, Colonel Sanders is cute." That but doesn't mean I, like, I feel oh, like I gotta fuck. But I think that I f- I feel like when you're constantly around somebody that you're sexually attracted to, it is a distraction. So I think it's more of a like let's throw them off of their game type deal because if they're they're not sexually attracted to each other, they're focused on on. What the fuck is happening? You know, I think it was mental warfare because I actually heard about another um, another similar technique, which is so crazy that people were like work. People in lab coats were working on this and signing off on stuff like this. They uh, did an air shipment of condoms to their enemies and they were like, here's some American condoms. But they like made like giant giant condoms so they dropped them off and was like here's some condoms for y'all basically saying like the people you're fighting has way bigger dicks bigger than you dicks. Wow. so I think so that they were just hit. they were just going for the dumbest stuff like that like um but if there is a non-lethal chemical that you can put in the air that makes you sexually attracted to someone that you're not Typically, that is devastating. And then, how do you protect your own soldiers from that shit? So you just drop it on the enemy. And what if there's a wind? Like, 
What if everybody's the wind, gay? The wind trajectory like shoots that shit back to y'all. Now everybody's distracted. And then the war ends because everybody's just everybody's like, fucking. Everybody's just having a good time. They want to party. <laughs> And then when they come back crazy. home to the wives, and the wives are like, something's different. <laughs> you think when they dropped it out of the plane, it was like, hey. hey. You, sound like, uh, you sound like Peter Griffin. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't think it, I don't think it's an attack on gays. I, I really don't. I think it definitely has Old everything to do. Old war generals? You don't think, think those were the main people that No, were? I don't think it's is an attack on actual like gay people saying that they're weaker I, I don't think that at all I think it definitely had don't to do with don't you think that's an old with, white man's point of view don't you think that could be something that they would say but this say, is like, 94 I mean this is the, the 1990s so let's and, make and, them all gay then we could beat them well I don't think it was I don't think it's that I think it's let's trigger their sexual attraction so now like before, if you're not sexually attracted to the people that you're around, like, like it's cool, like you're it. focused. But then, but then you add in an element of sexual attraction, and you're off at war. You you not fucking unless you already doing that. You know, you you forced to be around people that you're not attracted to. It's not. It's 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 an environment that you know can kind of keep your head focused on the. The target at hand, like what what we're here to do so we can get back home so we can fuck our wives or our girlfriends or our ladies or whatever. But then you add an element of chemical warfare that throws in a sexual pheromone to make you attracted to maybe the people that you're around the most. And that includes men. It's like now where before you were focused on what was going on now you looking at him changing in his bunk or in the in the <laughs> I think that plays a part like, of it. I think that plays a part of it, mm-hmm. but I could also see how the old white dudes in charge of war would focus on demasculating mm-hmm. the other side and thinking mm-hmm. that would give him a of an, an advantage that because sounds like she, some that sounds like some governmental psychological warfare type of stuff. the the hairstyle is Jonathan Jonathan God hands oh you get an army of Jonathan an army of hairstylist Jonathan Jonathan God hands bro right, take on <laughs> like, Russia <it> be, <laughs> probably single handedly anybody that come his way the, the oppressed groups <laughs> that they think don't won't work are the main like when they were just like not letting black people in like that and then they let in the Tuskegee Airmen mm-hmm. and we was out here killing shit for people mm-hmm. that didn't even really fuck with us mm-hmm. I'm sure an army of gays could take some shit over. Absolutely. Yeah, you see that rainbow flag marching? They'd be like, I'd be like, all right, this, that's my time. But the snare drum is Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. All right, y'all. This has been another episode of Thick Threads. I am your co-host, Persephone. I'm Patrick Cloud. <laughs> we'll see y'all next time. Later. Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.